Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington, And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. 
and thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. Now that was radio. Back in 1965, Paul Harvey, if I was the devil, if I were the devil. Now I want you to think about all of the things he just said and the atmosphere that we currently live in and how prophetic was that from 1965. Welcome to the Matlock Show. I am Matlock, your host. So glad you're along for the ride. I just felt like starting the program with with that. I ran across it yesterday. Um, I'm a big Paul Harvey fan. I grew up listening to Paul Harvey. The guy was amazing. But in the end, everything that he said in 1965 now pertains to today. And we are in a war. We, we are at war for the very soul of this country. I was on a show yesterday and I talked about civil war. I talked about it. Rush Limbaugh's talked about it. We are at a turning point in this country where we either do something or we watch it all fade away. Are our, moral, are our morals strong enough? To fight. I've got a lot of great stories for today. I got a great show for you today. Welcome in this segment brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Head over to combatflipflops.com. Use LOCK25, L O C K E25, and get your fantastic flip flops today. You can get the AK 47s. You can get the Coyote Flopperators. You can get the Zero Rise. You've got all kinds of options. They've got shoes. They've got merchandise. They've got jewelry. Head over to Combat Flip Flops. Dot com. Use LOCK25, LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E, get 25% off of your order today. Do it now. I know it's not flip-flop weather up north anymore. It's starting to get colder, but flip-flops I wear year-round here in the south. So if you're still in the south, if you're still someplace warm, you're still in Florida, Texas, Arizona, get your combat flip-flops. Head over to combatflipflops.com. LOCK25, save you 25% today. Um. Got some announcements here, so I'll do this before I get into everything that I want to get into. Um, got a contest coming out on Twitter today. Now, I'm putting some things together for you uh, to win, and I'll explain to you what needs to happen. I'm going to post a tweet. It is going to be a contest, which will get you. Here's here's what I'm going to put in uh, this, this giveaway. There's going to be a Matlock Show t-shirt and a hat. T-shirts $25, hats $30. I'm going to put I'm going to put in a pair of combat flip-flops, whatever your size may be, and you're going to get two bags of Scars and Stripes coffee. That is the the giveaway package this month for the Matlock Show. So a Matlock Show t-shirt and hat, a pair of combat flip-flops, and two bags of Scars and Stripes coffee. Here's what you have to do. You have to head over to Twitter. I'm going to do this this afternoon. I'm going to do it probably after the television show because this is the morning right now that I'm taping the show in. I'm going to head over this afternoon, and you'll, it'll be up there probably by the time the show uh, drops today at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern. And I'm going to put up a tweet with the pictures and the details of what's going on. You have to retweet... 
you have to put in the comment prize, and we have to get 2,500 retweets on Twitter. You have to be following me on Twitter. If you're not, I won't be able to DM you for your sizes, for the shirt, and for the flip-flops. So you're going to have, here's the deal. You have to follow me on Twitter. You're going to have to retweet and put in the comment prize in the tweet. If we get to 2,500 retweets in the next seven days, I will pick a random winner to send that prize package to. There you go. I'll put it up this afternoon. The October prize for the Matlock show, a t-shirt and a hat of the show, a pair of combat flip-flops, and two bags of Scars and Stripes coffee. There you go. Retweet the tweet I put up on Twitter, which I will have it up there on my account this afternoon. And then go ahead and comment prize, P-R-I-Z-E, and that way I know you found it. But you have to follow me on Twitter. You have to follow me on Twitter so I can DM you. Here we go. Um, RNC, Republican National Committee. I started with that Paul Harvey uh, audio today because we're at a turning point in this country, I believe. We're at a point where if we, as common sense, conservative-minded people, don't start bringing our sword and our shield to the battle, we've lost. And we're there. I believe we're there. I believe wholeheartedly we're there. So as we look at all of this, we find out that the Republican National Committee yesterday launched a national counter-impeachment campaign called Stop the Madness. Boy, is that prophetic and fitting? Yes. StopTheMadness.gop on Monday, targeting House Democrats and vowing to cause chaos in response to the formal impeachment inquiry against President Trump. Now, I think it's, I, 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 I'm kind of chuckling here because if you've been paying any attention of what's been going on, all of these smart people, all of these people who have, uh, I guess, more political savvy than you and I have said that the Trump White House is not ready for what the Democrat Party is doing to it. This looks like they're ready, does it not? This looks like the Trump campaign, the Trump White House is ready. Quote, Democrats promised to reach across the aisle and work with President Trump and Republicans to serve the American people, but instead are now pushing their hyperpartisan impeachment agenda, RNC Chairman Rona McDaniel told Fox News on Monday. She says, you know what? Enough is enough. Americans are sick and tired of these witch hunts. Amen, sister. We are tired of the Democrat Party attacking a duly elected president of the United States because they didn't like the outcome of the election. You want to talk about not leaving the White House? You want to talk about throwing a silly a temper tantrum? You want to talk about not accepting the Americans' people's right to go to the voting booth and elect who they saw fit to be president of the United States? That is the Democrat Party, and enough is enough. She added, we are going to hold Democrats accountable for their ridiculous charade and remind voters that their Democratic representative turned their back on them. Yeah, what has the Democrat Party did? It's about time somebody starts highlighting 
what the Democrat Party is not doing. As part of their aggressive impeachment response, the RNC launched a new website called StopTheMadness.gop with officials saying it will be used to target White House or our House Democrats for their extreme actions. Are their actions extreme? I mean, we can we can sit here and we can discuss this, but their actions are extreme. Their actions are over the top. Their actions have been, let's resist, 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 not, not do a damn thing. Let's not get anything passed. Let's not take care of the American people, but let's remove the bad orange man. Now, the website is going to be a one-stop shop for activists and supporters of President Trump across the country to get information on efforts to cause chaos within the Democrat Party. RNC spokesman Rick Gorka, who's heading up the campaign, told Fox News in an interview on Monday. Gorka said the website will be the place for supporters to sign petitions donate and get involved in counter-protests and demonstrations as the party fights back on this impeachment craziness. Quote, our goal is to cause chaos, Gorka said. This is a poison pill. When you couple the impeachment process with the socialist policies being espoused by the 2020 Democrats, it's going to sink their chances at the ballot box, especially with those crucial swing voters and independents across the country. What did I tell you yesterday? You have Democrats in the House that want nothing to do with impeaching the president. Why? Because they are in districts that President Trump won handily. They realize if they go on the record and impeach the president, that their constituents will not reelect them. See, they're not stupid, my friends. These politicians are way, way past ignorance. They know exactly what it takes to stay in office. You, They know exactly what it takes to keep the gravy train flowing. They know exactly what it takes to stay in the power structure that is Washington, D.C. They do. They know exactly what they need to do to continue to be in that system. And now... The GOP is like, yep, we're going to highlight them. We're going to make sure, especially those in the, cru the crucial swing voters and independents across the country in these states, that's up for grabs. It's amazing. He says the site is slated to highlight dozens of Democrats in favor of impeachment in Trump won districts, as well as states with upcoming key Senate and gubernatorial races from California to Maine. And everywhere in between, we have dedicated communications and political staff whose sole focus is to drive voter engagement in those districts, Gorka explained. This will be a battle in the streets, online, on the airwaves. We have all the tools at our disposal. In addition to the website launch, the RNC has committed to a $2 million ad buy on both TV and digital platforms, including on Facebook, Google, YouTube, Spotify, and Pandora. That's smart because where do people get their information today? Where are people listening to the podcast? I I, I, I said I got a picture. I'm up now to, I think, 125th on the iTunes ranking. 
It's unbelievable. People listen at these podcast sites. I'm telling you, the Trump administration is so far ahead of the curve. It is amazing because that's where these people listen. They listen at at Pandora. They listen at Spotify. They listen at all these places. That's where they get their information. That is a fantastic strategy. Much of the focus will be a target will be to target congressional districts like Atlanta, Georgia, Des Moines and Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Chicago, Illinois, Charleston, South Carolina, Richmond, Virginia, Los Angeles, California, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and more. Now we found out, I found out last night, I'm out doing show prep on on the back patio. I'm watching the Monday night football game, which was an absolute disaster between the Steelers and the Bengals. But I'm, I'm browsing through Twitter and President Trump is coming to Dallas, Fort Worth, October 17th. I'm like, Hell yes. Guess who's going to be covering that for America's Voice? I'm assuming me. <laughs> ah, I love it because I love covering the president. But Dallas is pretty blue. I mean, when you look at Texas, and I think, once again, I think this is a strategy on the president's part. Fort Worth, bright red. Tarrant County, which encompasses most of, most of Fort Worth, bright red. We're ruby red. But you get over to Dallas, bright blue. Houston, bright blue. Austin, bright blue. San Antonio, blue. The big metropolitan centers in Texas are all Democrat. Why not come to the biggest metroplex, which is Dallas-Fort Worth, and get out your message? Why not try to invade that space? Because we have a, a DA over in Dallas, a district attorney, who does not want to prosecute criminals for theft under $750 in Dallas. Do you think Dallas, do you think the folks in Dallas over there are, are afraid? You think they want some security? They want. You think they want some law and order? You, you think they want some rules, some stability? Of course they do. What better way than to come into the biggest state in the union, practically, come into the biggest metroplex, which Dallas-Fort Worth has over 8 million people, and be here. It's fantastic. It's a great strategy. And I'm, you know, the Trump administration knows exactly what they're doing. I want to continue. I'm off on a tangent here. It says, quote, we're able to do this and scale nationally because we're already involved and have never left these states, Gorka said, noting they will activate the voters, saying it's something we've already laid the groundwork for. The RNC will also engage in an aggressive in an aggressive rapid response effort led by RNC Rapid Response Director Steve Guest, including email blast and response in real time to the latest events. Gorka described the effort as a whole as Kavanaugh on steroids. I love this. I love this. You know what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. You know what the left did. It is time that. Republicans stop sitting back and getting hammered by the Democrat Party. Quote, it is an extreme and divisive path that Democrats have taken and have been on since the 2016 election. In a lot of ways, it's a continuation of the Russia hoax. And if they think it's going to be a winning issue in 2020 with swing voters, they should fire their pollsters because that's not the data 
we're seeing. Now, that's the thing, too. You're watching the mainstream media put out these numbers. You're watching, you know, this fake news, the lamestream. They're putting out these numbers that are saying, you know, all of these Democrat candidates are whipping Trump's ass everywhere across the country. And then you've got this Gorka guy come out and says, you know what? If they think this is going to be a winning issue in the upcoming election with these swing voters, they should fire their pollsters because that's not the data we're seeing. So somebody's lying. We, we know that. Somebody is lying. Somebody is making up numbers. Now, do you think it's the Trump campaign or do you think it's the left? Because my best guess is it's the left. I mean, these people are so incorrigible, they're so amazing, they're so ridiculous, and they're so crooked that this is a magnificent idea. Now, Gorka said RNC data shows that Republicans are in support of the president and against impeachment, but said the issue of impeachment is also deeply unpopular with swing voters. He added, we know who those voters are by name and address and how they feel, and we're going to make sure they hear a message of how far the Democrats have gone down this rabbit hole. The RNC's efforts comes after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced a formal impeachment inquiry, yeah, right, into the president last week amid the chaos surrounding Trump's controversial phone call with the Ukrainian president. The timetable for House action remains unclear, though Democrat-led committees are moving quickly to investigate allegations first raised in a whistleblower complaint that Trump improperly pressured the president of Ukraine to investigate the Bidens. A transcript of that call shows Trump sought an investigation, but he denies wrongdoing and denies trying to request to tie for, he denies tying the request to USAID. Now, House Democrats, including Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff for brains, have vowed to work expeditiously on the inquiry, with some reports indicating that Democrats could be prepared to introduce former articles of impeachment against Trump later this fall. They have to. They 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 have to. They have to do it before January because they do not want to suck the air out of the room when it comes to the Democrats running for president. So we're going to see what happens, but we're going to switch gears here. Take a minute, if you would, head over to the matlockshow.com. Thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. That is my website. Over there, got some news yet today. Over there, you will find my shop. You will find all of my social media, and you will find my links. And the one link over there I want you to press on today is Verb Forever. Verb Forever is a CBD oil company. That CBD is is becoming the next biggest thing when it comes to inflammation, when it comes to aches and pains, when it comes to anxiety. We're using it for our pet, Samson, our boxer. We've seen a huge improvement in him. It works. You need to head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, click on that link for forever. That's my link. I'm an ambassador over there. I love those guys. That's how I get paid. So if you want to get some CBD oil, you want to get some CBD oil for your pet, you want to get some CBD oil cream, they've got it over there. It's flying off the shelves right now. You, you rub that cream on your achy knee, your back, your elbow, instantaneous relief. It is unbelievable how good these products are. Check it out, thematlockshow.com. 
click on that Verve Forever link. Here's what you do. You ver use Verve, V-E-R-V-E, five zero. If you are a first-time customer and you will get 50% off your first order. If you're not a first-time customer, if you're 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 there for a second, third, fourth time, use Verve 20, V-E-R-V-E 20, will get you 20% off of that order today. Click on that Verve Forever link over at thematlockshow.com. Do it today. It, it, it's fantastic. I'm telling you, the CBD oil is top of the line. It's some of the best on the market. You got to check it out. Also, I've become an ambassador, and I'm happy to say this. I think the link just went up this morning. I was just talking to my uh, website guy, and uh, I've become a proud ambassador of SaveTheBrave.org. Now, if you're not familiar with SaveTheBrave.org, get over to my website. You will see it down there on the right-hand side, SaveTheBrave.org. It is a 501c3 charity that is run by my good friend, Scott Husing. that it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. They, they raise money to help with these warriors with PTSD and to connect veterans through outreach programs to build strength of character. Save the Brave is a certified 100% nonprofit organization devoted to provide camaraderie and stress management programs. Save the Brave is committed to establishing connectivity of the mind, body, and spirit by creating solid support networks that are entirely accessible to all veterans in need. Through the diverse outreach programs and financial assistance, Save the Brave provides a safe and comfortable space for veterans to connect with one another share stories, struggles, accomplishments, and to heal the wounds that go largely unseen. Our philosophy is simple. There is no pill, no prescription, and no vaccination that can cure the effects of PTS better than connecting with fellow veterans through shared experiences. Our strength comes through connection. Now, you can get over there. You can donate. And if your heart feels so, please do. You can join the cause. But check it out. It's a fantastic organization. And I'm going to tell you, they are 100%. 100% of the money goes to the veterans. They don't take a dime. And you know, guys, if you know anything about me, Matt Locke, the Matt Locke Show, the old conservative cartel, I love our veterans. I would do anything for them. And I'm going to tell you, it is an honor and a privilege to tell you that I am now an ambassador for SaveTheBrave.org. If you can do anything, head over there, check it out. Five bucks, 10 bucks, a monthly donation. It would be amazingly appreciated. They're doing great work. They're a great organization, and I'm blown away that they asked me to be an ambassador for them. So please check them out, savethebrave.org. It's over at thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. All you got to do is click on that link. Get over there and do something today. You know, these veterans, they deserve it. It's amazing. Help them out if you can. All right, back to it, right? So, New York Times. Trump asked Australian Prime Minister to look into the Mueller probe origins. Now we're getting into this Australia deal. And what are the Democrats saying? Oh my God. Not only did Trump ask Zelensky to help us, now he's asking Scott Morrison, the prime minister of Australia 
to help investigate Joe Biden. That's so against the rules. But here's the deal. I'm going to I'm going to play this video for you. It's fantastic. This is Trump on the White House lawn yesterday. I want you to listen to what he says. Very transparent. So as you know, I declassified everything, everything they want. I put it under the auspices of the attorney general. He's going to be in charge of it. He's a uh, great gentleman and a highly respected man. So everything that they need is declassified, and they'll be able to see how this uh, hoax, how the hoax or witch hunt started and why it started. Uh, it was a an attempted coup or an attempted takedown of the President of the United States. It should never, ever happen to anybody else. So it's very important. Now, people have been asking me to declassify for a long period of time. I've decided to do it, and you're going to learn a lot. I hope it's going to be nice, but perhaps it won't be. Now they're asking him questions. Well, we're going to see. I gave, as you know, I declassified, I guess, potentially millions of pages of documents. I don't know what it is. I have no idea, but I want to be transparent. Everybody wanted me to declassify. I've done it. And you could almost say he's the trustee. He's a highly respected man. Our attorney general is in charge. Let's see what he finds. But we have we have documents now that I have declassified for the purpose of the attorney general. He can then show them to the public, do whatever he wants to do with them. But you have to get down to what happened, because what happened is a tremendous blight on our country. What happened, the investigation, they tried to do a takedown, and you can't do that. And let me just tell you, this should never, ever happen to another president again. Well, Mr. President, why should people trust the attorney general to select what's to be classified? Even Robert why should Robert they trust the AG? The, uh, the question is so false and so phony. The attorney general, let me just explain. Let me explain to you something. The attorney general is one of the most respected people in this country, and he has been for a long period of time. He's going to look at a lot of documents. Some he might find interesting, maybe he'll find none interesting. But for over a year, people have asked me to declassify. So what I've done is I've declassified everything. He can look, and I hope he looks at the UK, and I hope he looks at Australia, and I hope he looks at Ukraine. I hope he looks at everything, because there was a hoax that was perpetrated on our country. It's the greatest hoax, excuse me, excuse me. It's the greatest hoax probably in the history of our country and somebody has to get to the bottom of it. We'll see. But for a long period of time, they've wanted me to declassify and I did. For a long period of time, they've wanted me to declassify and I did. And, and I did. I mean, that that's the thing here. I did. And now the left is like, oh, my God. Oh, what, what's what's President Trump doing? Why would he be doing that? And then the last question, that's what I wanted to talk about here in, in this, this part of the show. Well, how can the American people trust that the attorney general will look into the right information? I want you to think about that for a second. That's the, the main sleaze media. 
the, the, the carry the water for the media left. Well, President Trump, how, how do we know? How do we know that the attorney general is going to look at the right information? How do we know that he's going to do what's right for the country? How do we know? What they're really saying is, oh, crap. Now we know. That this is, I mean, it's crazy. Now we know that the president and the AG are going to start looking into this flimflam that is a hoax. And you heard Trump say it there. It is unbelievable. This has never happened in our country. A president should never have to go through this. And yet here we are. Here I am watching this disgusting thing go down. And you want to hear something that's more disgusting? They have started a GoFundMe page for this whistleblower. They've literally, I don't know who it was, have has started a GoFundMe page for this whistleblower that's now at about $200,000. $200,000. It's, it's profitable to lie for the Democrats because they will protect you. So here's what's going on. Let me, let me fill you in here. President Donald Trump, asked Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison to assist Attorney General William Barr in tracking down information regarding the origins of Special Counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into the now-debunked collusion between the 2016 Trump campaign and Russia, according to the New York Slimes. The request was initiated by Barr, who asked Trump to seek Morrison's help in obtaining the information. The telephone conversation reportedly occurred weeks after the president and the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, regarding U.S. military aid and the business dealings of Hunter Biden, the son of former vice president and 2020 White House candidate Joe Biden. The Trump Zelensky July 25th calls the subject of a partisan CIA officer's complaint in which it is alleged, based on secondhand information, that the president pressured Zelensky to probe the Biden family. Both Trump and Zelensky have denied the allegations. Isn't that funny? Zelensky has denied the allegation. The actual Ukrainian president says, no, that didn't happen. But yet, what does the left run with? Oh, oh, of course it happened. Oh, it happened. Oh, Trump did this. Oh, you know it did. Both the president and the Ukrainian president have denied the allegations. And the White House, in a nod to transparency, released a transcript of the call. During the 2016 election, Australian officials told the FBI that the Trump campaign associates and members of the Russian government were in contact regarding the imminent release of Hillary Clinton's emails, prompting the Bureau to probe so-called Russian election interference. Okay? One-time Trump foreign policy advisor, George Papadopoulos, allegedly told Alexander Downer, then Australian's high commissioner to the United Kingdom, in May of 16, that Russia was in possession of emails related to the Hillary Clinton campaign. When the hacking of the Democrat National Committee became known in July of 16, Australian officials disclosed Papadopoulos' remarks to U.S. authorities, which sparked the FBI surveillance of the Trump campaign. Papadopoulos served 14 days in prison after pleading guilty to one count of making false statements to the FBI. Further, the 32-year-old was sentenced to 12 months of supervised release and 200 hours of community service. He was also ordered to pay a $9,500 fine. In May of 19, Barr assigned John Durham, 
U.S. Attorney for the District of Connecticut, to examine the origins of Operation Crossfire Hurricane, the FBI's Russian investigation, to determine whether intelligence collected on the Trump campaign was lawful and appropriate. Dunham has received briefings concerning the four corners of the Bureau's use of Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA warrants, as part of the counterintelligence operation in the Trump campaign. Durham is specifically reviewing the FISA warrant obtained by FBI to surveil former Trump aide Carter Page, as well as general issues relating to surveillance during the 2016 campaign and matters flowing from the FISA process. Now, Dunham is handling the prosecution of any criminal action he might uncover. Now, the Slimes further reports that President Trump has also asked Morrison to examine his country's tips to the FBI to determine whether they were tainted by any political bias. Now, in response to the Slimes report, Morrison's office affirmed its commitment to assist the Trump administration with its request for information about the Mueller probe. The Australian government has always been ready to assist and cooperate with efforts that help shed further light on the matters under investigation, its statement read. The PM confirmed this readiness once again in conversation with President Trump. They're pissed. The left is pissed. They don't like the fact that President Trump is now using the attorney general to reach out and to investigate what is going on in all these other countries. The five eyes, QAnon. I mean, if you listen to what I've talked about over the last, I don't know, six to 12 months, this is it. I mean, we've got these other countries that are not, not good. They're not good for us. They they don't like Trump. They like running around beating the snot out of America. They loved it when President Trump, President Trump, when President Obama flew around the world and apologized for everything America had done. Now, on top of all of this, I want to talk to you about this story because supposedly Joe Biden had no idea what was going on with his son, Hunter. He, he He's told us as much. I don't know what he was doing. I had nothing to do with that, blah, blah, blah. Well, a photo has emerged of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden playing golf with the Ukraine Energy Company board members back in 2014. A newly unearthed photo shows former Vice President Joe Biden and son, Hunter, sharing a round of golf with Devin Archer, who sat on the board of the Ukrainian energy firm Burisma Holdings alongside Hunter. Now, you didn't know anything? Oh, hey, Dad, we're going to go play golf. Who are we playing with, son? Oh, I don't know. Just some guys. Just some guys I know. Oh, okay. Well, well, who's this Devin Archer? Oh, well, he sits on the board for Burisma Holdings. You know, he sits on the board that I sit on. Oh, well, that's how you know. Oh, what do you got? How's that doing over there? You don't think that conversation ever happened? You don't think a conversation like that ever happened because now you've got these two playing side-by-side golf. The photo, first obtained by Fox News' news channel Tucker Carlson tonight, is believed to have been taken at the Sabanac Golf Club in Southampton, New York in 2014. 
Both Hunter Biden and Archer both joined Burisma Holdings as board members in April of 14. Here it is. Unbelievable. The photo raises serious questions regarding the, to the extent to which Joe Biden is aware of his beleaguered son's overseas business deals, something the top-tier 2020 White House hopeful claimed earlier this month he had never discussed with his son. Quote, here's the, here's the Joe Biden quote, I have never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings, Biden told reporters during a campaign stop in Iowa. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him why he is on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader. Should be looking at Trump. <laughs> yeah, because you tell the mainstream media what to do, Joe. So, however, in a wide-ranging interview with the New Yorker magazine, Hunter Biden claimed that he and his father discussed his business activities in Ukraine just once. As Breitbart News reported earlier this year, Biden forced out former Ukrainian prosecutor Victor Shokin as he was investigating an energy company called Burisma Holdings which was paying Biden, Hunter, handsomely as a member of its board. The former vice president even boasted to the Council of Foreign Relations last year that he had threatened to withhold $1 billion in USAID unless the prosecutor was fired. He did not tell the audience about his son's role. Conservatives claim Biden obstructed justice to protect his son, who enriched himself using his father's prestige and connections. Peering Sunday... On the Fox News Channel's Life, Liberty, and Levin, Breitbart News senior contributor and Secret Empire's author Peter Schweitzer pointed out how the former vice president's son was appointed as a board member of Burisma Holdings despite his lack of experience in the energy sector. Here's the quote. The key question here that no one seems to want to ask in the media is, what was he being paid for? Think about it. He didn't have any experience in gas and oil. He didn't know what he was doing. What was Hunter Biden being paid for? Because companies just don't hire you to sit on a board and do nothing. Businesses, you know, left, stay with me here. I know I know, this is a tough concept for the left because a lot of Democrats have never owned businesses. They've never paid the bills. They've never had to make a payroll check. They've never had to pay, you know, taxes or any of that stuff. We know that AOC is late on her taxes on her business that failed. But stay with me here for a second because businesses do not hire employees that don't do the work. They're not going to pay you to sit around and do nothing. They hired Hunter Biden because his father was the vice president of the United States. They hired Hunter Biden because they thought he was the gatekeeper to lots of U.S. money to Ukraine. That's why they hired Hunter Biden. It is a pay-to-play scheme. Now, you can tell me anything else. You can call me stupid. You can say that I'm over-exaggerating bullpuck, bull hockey. It's not. You don't hire someone and you don't pay them $83,000 a month to do nothing. It does not work that way. These companies have to make money, whether you know it's profit or whether they're shaking someone down or they're even laundering it. You got to make money. And the reason they hired Hunter Biden is because of his father. And his father got shoken, fired, so that his son wasn't caught up in an investigation. Those are the facts. 
You can debate them all you want. I mean, I'm, I'm in this debate on Facebook, and I'm still back and forth. And I finally said, you know what? I am done debating you on the transcript versus the whistleblower complaint. One is complete fiction. One is complete fact. You're asking me that I need to, to take into consideration something that has zero factuality in it. Well, there's some firsthand knowledge in it. There might be some firsthand knowledge in the whistleblower complaint. It just wasn't from the whistleblower. And in this country, and I say this of all people, you are innocent until proven guilty. You have zero proof, zero proof that President Trump did any of this. All you have is a bunch of hearsay and rumor that Trump did this, this, and this. If you could prove what Trump did, why did Adam Schiff start an intelligence committee meeting with complete and utter bullpucky, with complete and utter lies, with complete and utter fabrications right in front of us because they do not have the facts. They cannot prosecute Trump because he did not break the law. And now these knucklehead liberals, they have hung their whole deal around impeachment on the fact that Trump reached out to the Ukrainian president. Well, you know what? So you're telling me, and this is what I hate about the left. They're so dishonest. So you're saying that between the Democrats between the committees, between Robert Mueller and all of his little lackeys, they reached out to all these places. But the attorney general now can't reach out and investigate anything that might have happened. Oh, well, that's that's case closed. Have you noticed how, how that works now? Now the left's like, oh, wait a minute. You can't go back and investigate that. We've already investigated that. That case is closed. We already put that through an investigation. Well, when you're crooked, and when you use people that are, uh, let's just say, lackeys or cronies for what actually is going on, here we are. So, yeah, it's been investigated, but when you let the Mickey Mouse squad do it, does it really even count? Should we be asking the questions? Should the media be asking, what was Hunter Biden being paid for? He was being paid for his expertise. What was he being paid for? And what were the Ukrainians expecting to get in return? They're paying him $83,000 a month. What were they expecting out of Hunter Biden? What, what, what did they think? Favors? Quote, this is from Schweitzer, I think when you overlay the financial payments with the fact that Joe Biden as point person on the Obama administration policy to Ukraine was steering billions of dollars of Western money to Ukraine, it becomes crystal clear exactly why they were paying Hunter Biden. They wanted access and they wanted influ to influence Joe Biden. And Joe Biden has been around for a long time and he had to know exactly why his son was being paid. And to tell us that he doesn't know anything, the photo emergence comes as House Democrats are moving swiftly with an impeachment inquiry against President Donald Trump over his Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky phone call in which he raised the issue of Hunter Biden's dealings in the Eastern European country. So a partisan CIA officer, whistleblower, secondhand knowledge of the file, of the call, filed this so-called whistleblower complaint.
with the intelligence community about the conversation alleging Trump sought to exchange military aid for favors. Now, here we are. I'm telling you, this is all going to start unraveling right before their eyes. And now we know. Here's the newest story out there from yesterday. Liz Cheney asked if Pelosi saw Ukraine call transcript before it was released. Starting to seem like a political setup. Rep Liz Cheney on Monday said an intelligence official's complaint that President Trump sought to help sought help from Ukraine in the 2020 elections is starting to seem like a political setup. Cheney tweeted a clip of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi appearing to admit she knew what was in the transcript of the July 25th Trump phone call with Ukrainian leader Vladimir Zelensky even before the White House released the transcript of the call last Wednesday. How would Nancy know? I mean, think about it. How would you know what's in this? How would you know what's in the call? How would how would you know what's going on? Now, we do know that Adam Schifferbrains has been sitting on this deal since mid-August. We know that he sent a, a, a staffer over to Ukraine. Do you think Pelosi was in on this? Do you think Adam Schiff came to her and said, hey, Nancy, here's what I've got? Because Pelosi, in an interview that aired Sunday on CBS News 60 Minutes, said Trump called her and then discussed the phone call before the transcript was released, according to the New York Slimes. Trump and Pelosi's phone call took place on Tuesday. The White House released a transcript the next day. But Pelosi said during the interview about her call with Trump, he told me it was perfect. There was nothing in the call, but I know what was in the call, she says. And then she says, I mean, we uh, it was uh, in the public domain. When Trump and Pelosi had spoken Tuesday, the call was not yet public domain. So Liz Cheney tweeted, okay, at Speaker Pelosi, said on 60 Minutes last night, she knew the details of the classified Ukraine call before the White House released the transcript. This is starting to seem like a political setup. So, Madam Speaker, what did you know and when did you know it? Seems a legitimate question, right? Fred Flights, a former CIA analyst and chief of staff to former National Security Advisor John Bolton, has questioned whether the intelligence official who lodged a whistleblower complaint against Trump had help writing the complaint from Democrat lawmakers or their staff. He wrote in a New York op-ed on Thursday. He says, I am very familiar with transcripts of presidential phone calls since I edited and processed dozens of them when I worked for the NSC, National Security Council. I also know a lot about intelligent whistleblowers from my time with the CIA. So this guy, let, let's put this in, into perspective. He's got experience. He's edited and processed presidential transcripts. He's worked with intelligence whistleblowers in his time with the CIA. So this man is talking from a position of knowledge, right? He says, my, my suspicions grew this morning when I saw the declassified whistleblowing complaint. It appears to be written by a law professor and includes legal references and detailed footnotes. It also has an unusual legalistic reference 
on how this complaint should be classified. From my experience, such an extremely polished whistleblowing complaint is unheard of. This document looks as if the leaker had outside help, possibly from congressional members or staff. This is what I've been calling him, leaker. This person ain't a whistleblower. He's a leaker. He doesn't have firsthand knowledge. He has secondhand knowledge. And he had help writing the damn deal. And now you're talking to someone who is very familiar with the process saying, you know, no, 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 no. From my experience, such an extremely polished whistleblower complaint is unheard of. Rot row, Raggy. This document looks as if it's, if the leaker had outside help. Moreover, he says, it looks like more than a coincidence that this complaint surfaced and was directed to the House Intelligence Committee just after Adam Schiff, an outspoken opponent of President Trump, expressed numerous complaints in August accusing President Trump of abusing aid to Ukraine to hurt Joe Biden. This includes an August 28th tweet that closely resembled the whistleblower's complaint. House Republicans need to ask the whistleblower under oath whether he spoke to the press or Congress about his complaint. All right. So there you have it. It's un This is so unbelievable. It's so unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up anymore. This is nothing more than another hoax to go after President Trump. I was reading Rush Limbaugh last night, the great one. I mean, he's he's so great. I love Rush Limbaugh. I mean, the guy is so fantastically smart. He's using, by the way, the Matlock show for uh, show prep because him and I have covered a lot of the same things in the very same way, which I have to pat myself on the back for because anytime I reach the level of that, pretty good. But Rush was talking about this yesterday. I read his transcripts about, I don't know, once or twice a week just to catch up on what he's talking about. And this isn't all out of salt on the president of the United States. Based in hearsay, based in innuendo, based in rumor that the Democrat Party wants you to believe is the truth. It is a flim-flam that is being foisted upon the American public in a way that they believe we're going to fall for hook, line, and sinker. But we see right through it. And then you're watching a narrative emerge, and I'm seeing it on social media everywhere, where there should be more weight put on a whistleblower complaint than the actual transcript itself. And that is amazing, but that is what the left does, and they want their little lackeys to go out there and to carry that water for them, and they have. And I've seen it all over the internet, and it's crazy how in lockstep and how all of these people that are you know, arguing with me about this issue, they all have the same articles that they put up. They all have the same narrative. They all have the same keywords. It's like they've been told what to say. All right, guys, got one more favor to ask of you. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com, S-C-A-R-S, scarsandstripescoffee.com. Great company, great coffee, but they give these veterans a mission. So they hire veterans to sell coffee, to sell merchandise, to sell anything on this e-commerce platform, and they give them a mission. And they put them in small groups and they say, here you go, go out and be an entrepreneur. You can sell as much or as little as you want. We'll make you the owner of your own business. Go out and get it. I want you to head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com 
and go get you some great coffee because you will be supporting a veteran. I told you about SaveTheBrave.org. You know where my heart's at for these veterans. Help them out. It's great coffee. And by the way, I'm buying that coffee for this giveaway. I'm, I'm doing a giveaway. If you did not hear this at the beginning of the show, if you missed it. So I'm going to go to Twitter today. I'm going to put up a tweet that is an October giveaway. What you're going to get is a Matlock Show t-shirt and hat, a pair of combat flip-flops, and two bags of Scars and Stripes coffee. But here's what you have to do. First of all, you have to be following me on Twitter. You have to follow me. If you don't follow me, I can't DM you if you win. Secondly, you need to retweet the tweet, and you need to comment on the tweet by saying prize. That's it. P-R-I-Z-E, prize. When you do that, here's how the contest is going to work. If we can get 2,500 retweets in the next seven days, it will end on, it will end on what's today, Tuesday? It'll end next Monday. If we can get 2,500 tweets in the next seven days, I will pick a random winner of that package. The Matlock Show t-shirt and hat pair of combat flip-flops, and two bags of Scars and Stripes coffee. But you have to retweet it, you have to follow me, and you have to comment prize. Those are the three things. I'll put it in the tweet today, but make sure you know all about that. All right, I want to end the show today. Um, We've been talking about all this whistleblower stuff. We've been talking about all this transcript stuff, but we've got some other news. So 2020 Democrat presidential candidate Bernie Sanders, fear the burn, Bernie Sanders, hauls in an eye-popping $25 million in the past three months. Now, it's funny because President Trump has brought in $15 million in the last five days after this impeachment deal, but they're calling this haul an eye-popping $25 million in the past three months. His third quarter of fundraising was higher than his second. Democrat presidential candidate Bernie Sanders hauled in a whopping $25.3 million during the July to September third quarter fundraising his presidential campaign announced on Tuesday. The massive fundraising figure is up more than $7 million from his second quarter numbers. Pete Buttigieg, his campaign reported early Tuesday morning the South Bend mayor raised $19.1 million. While impressive, the candidate's fundraising haul is down from 24.8 that he brought in during the second quarter, which was the highest among the record-setting field of Democrat White House hopefuls during the April to June quarter. Unlike some of his rivals for the nomination, such as former Vice President Joe Biden, Buttigieg, and Senator Kamala Harris of California, Sanders excused big donor fundraisers and instead relies solely on grassroots donations. The campaign announced it received $1.4 million donations the past three months. Sanders campaign manager Faz Shakir said in a statement that Bernie is proud to be the only candidate running to defeat Donald Trump, who is 100% funded by grassroots donations, both in the primary and in the general. News of Sanders cash hall comes as the populist independent senator from Vermont has faded in many of the recent polls to third place behind Biden and Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, who, along with Sanders, is the other progressive standard bearer in the 2020 Democrat nomination race. Shakir argued that media elites and professional pundits have tried repeatedly to to dismiss Bernie Sanders' campaign, and yet working-class Americans keep saying loudly and clearly that they want a political 
revolution. The Sanders campaign announced that its average individual contribution was $19 and that more than 99.9% of the contributors have not maxed out and are able to donate again to the campaign. The Boudigay campaign highlights that they're now raised more than $51 million since the beginning of the year. They say that 182,000 new people contributed to the campaign in the third quarter, bringing the total number of donors this year to 580,000. The campaign also reported that the average contribution in the past three months was $32. We're going to see. We're going to see what's going on. I'm going to tell you, it'll be interesting to watch what happens with Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren and the Democrat left as Trump has released the hounds. He's released Attorney General William Barr to start investigating what has happened. Will Hillary Clinton make an appearance? I do believe so. All right, guys and gals, that's it. Check out Twitter. The newsletter will be out today or tomorrow. You're going to make sure to get it. Go sign up at thematlockshow.com. But for today, The Matlock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance.